Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hello, hello, hello. Leavers and leavers. Welcome back to Leaving Hillsong. My name's Tanya and today we are, today we're going back to the UK for a bit of anarchy in the UK and we're going to have a chat to Troy. Troy was not a Hillsong member, but his brother was. And it didn't take too long for Troy to start asking some serious questions. And I've always wondered for every person there, there must be three, four, five people who wonder what's going on in this place that my friend or colleague or sister is going to. And then, you know, when things don't go well, what do you do? Troy first got in contact with me 12 years ago when this was all happening and... uh, I've hunted for the messages, but I think I'm a little grateful that they're gone. So please settle in. Kick back. I'm so, so happy that you're a part of this. I think a lot of people will find this a fascinating perspective. And here we are, off to the UK with Troy for this secret club. Part one. We're do- well, we're doing things a little bit differently today. We're not... Um... Not going in, well, we're going into the heart of Hillsong, but we're going from a, a slightly different angle. We're going from the concern relative angle. Uh, and we're going to the UK. I am so happy to welcome Troy to leaving Hillsong. Hi, Troy. Hi, thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, thanks so much for your patience. Now, I was looking back in the messages, I saw that. You sent a message uh, in March of last year and you said to yeah. me, do you, do you remember 
talking to me 11 years ago and I'm, you know, that's like three lifetimes ago in this universe. So, oh, I shudder to think um, what my responses would have been. But tell me, tell me what you remember. Tell me what was happening 11 years ago. Yeah, sure. So, so 11 years ago, that's when I first, you know, sort of came across Hillsong at the time. And <laughs> I actually, around that time as well, came across your book. And I just, I remember reading it and I thought, you know, wow, I didn't, I, it, it sort of opened up things for me in terms of knowing more about sort of the nature of Hillsong. And to be honest, getting in contact with you, I didn't think it would actually be possible, you know. Good old Facebook, though. I mean, what had prompted you to go looking it up? Or was that just a coincidence? I, I, I guess it's a bit of a coincidence. You know, I was oh. doing some general searches and then I came, I just came across your book, really. And then that's when I thought, oh, wow, there's, you know, there's an actual whole book on Hillsong, but it was a different Facebook account that I had back then. So, I mean, the, uh, all the messages would be gone basically because of that. But I remember just, you know, so I, from what I remember talking to you, I think you were quite, and I could be wrong, but I just remember, I think you were in a different, probably in a different stage of your life, obviously, because, you know, it's 11 years ago. But yeah, I wish I could remember more of it, to be honest. Well, I mean, was Peter involved at that time? Possibly, possibly. Okay. Um, so you, you really didn't have anybody else that you knew because, I mean, we'll we'll talk about it, but, but Peter, your brother. Yeah, yeah. Involved, yeah. So when does that happen? Oh, so yeah, it would have been around that time, actually, just because that's, you know, his involvement is what made me look more into Hillsong. So yeah. Yeah. what it was for Peter, Peter was, you know, nothing, you know, there was nothing major going on in his life, shall I say, but he came, just, he just came across a group of people. And at first, you know, we didn't know that they were attached to Hillsong here in London, but Eventually, I remember this one guy was just, you know, becoming friendly with Peter, started talking to Peter. And then that's when, I guess, that's when this guy just said, hey, you know, you should, you should come down to our church. And then that's when he revealed. Wow. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And yeah. How old are you? How old's he and how old are you at this point? So... Roughly. I'm 35, so at the time, I would say I was about early early 20s, so let's say sort of 23-ish maybe, and he's now 42, so he was Hi. probably early 30s, yeah, early 30s, maybe late 20s, possibly. So he's, in a, he's definitely in a different headspace yeah. when it comes to him. He'll song now, but yeah, he, he was, he was more, what's the word, impressionable, but I feel like it, yeah, I feel like it should have been the other way around because he's my older brother, you know. So I um, wonder, do you kind of, when he joins this thing, do you kind of presume that 
it's all good because he's your older brother and he must know what he's doing or like, how does that work? Not Well, you would think so, but not necessarily. I think at, at first I was just kind of like, okay, you know, I didn't, because I didn't realize it was Hillsong, I didn't know anything about Hillsong to start off with. So really and truly, I thought it was just, you know, like, you, you know, your small church, like, you know, your small Baptist church or something like that. And I just thought it would be like a church that you would sort of see on the corner of a neighborhood somewhere. Home and make some kind of announcement to everyone or anything like that, or just a gradual... Uh no, not really. From what I remember, it was a gradual sort of like shift into, you know, into the church. And I think from what I remember, after a while, he was trying to, because I, I started getting a bit like suspicious the more I started hearing about it. Like how come? Like what alarm bells are going to you? I think it was just more of the way him and his friends at the time were talking about it. So it was a very much like, you know, you should really come to this church. And I've been to a few churches in my time. And some of the other churches, they're a bit more humble and a bit more modest, if that makes sense. So they're, um, they're not as like, come to my church. And, you know, it's, it's amazing. Like other churches I've been to, they're kind of like, if you want to come check it out, it's fine. But we're not forcing you to, to be here. Whereas with these people who were from Hillsong, they were a bit more like, come to the church, it's great, you'll love it. Really, just really, really bigging it up. And I, I guess maybe to a lot of people, there's nothing wrong with that in itself. But for me, it was just kind of the, the body language, the tone, that sort of thing. And I just mm -hmm. felt a little bit, I just felt, I don't know, there was something in me that didn't sit right with me and maybe it maybe there's an element of it where it is my brother as well and you're just sort of a bit automatically protective when they're trying to go into yeah, something yeah yeah uh, uh i mean just tell me a little bit more about tone and body language you're a social yeah, yeah, yeah. well we can't stay away from <laughs> you know how did you you know i mean looking back 11 12 yeah. 13 years later, you, you, you look at that pushy and you'd be thinking a bit more clearly. You must yeah, know yeah. a bit more what you were thinking. Yeah, definitely. I think, I mean, in terms of tone and, and body language, I guess it was just more of a, it was almost like the best way I can put it was almost like it was like a secret in a sense. Like it was like, a, like the secret club sort of thing. Like, you know, come to my church, you know, it's the best, it's the best thing since, you know, sliced bread type of thing, come on down sort of thing. And, and I remember we, we, we went on a night out and some, some of them were there and this one particular guy, I don't know what happened, but he sort of just handed him my brother over like this card. And I was a bit shocked because I was, I was thinking like, do churches have co like cards? Short <laughs> like, 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 so I was, I was, I was, I was, was a bit, I think that was my first sort of, mm, that doesn't seem quite right, but it was like, you know, 
handed him a card and I didn't see the card itself, but all I know, something was handed over that, that was on a piece of paper. It looked like a card. And I guess that's where the information of like Hillsong, the address or whatever was, was on it basically. Okay. So I, I, I just, yeah, I don't know. I think that's the, the first time I thought, hmm, okay, what's going on there? What I will also say as well, I think, you know, there was an element for, for my brother in terms of women, you know, and what? I think, I think there, you know, not, well, not think, but I know there was a, a woman that he was really interested in at the time who he decided that he was, you know, that he, he was interested, he was going to get with her and she was very heavily involved in the church. And I think part of that was a motivating factor for him as well. Yeah. So. Raised Yeah. Yeah. Under the appeal, of course. Well, there you go. So, so there, there was that. And, and, you know, for me, I was just still on the outside looking in, just really just thinking about, you know, what's going on here. And, and my mother has always said to me that I've always been quite critical in my thinking. So I think there was a natural, there's always been a natural disposition for me to kind of just be like, I'm not going to take things as face value. Um, and I'm going to look into things before, you know, someone around me that I care about sort of dives head first into it or even myself. And the thing is, I'm aware enough to know that actually, you know, it, what I'm saying right now may sound like I'm trying to control the situation, which I wasn't, you know, my brother can make his own choices, but I felt it was my sort of duty, I guess, as his brother to just give him information that he may ne not necessarily look, try and look up himself. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Stand. I mean, as as well as the card and stuff, like what else kind of sets off alarm bells? Like how long is he involved for? Like how does this progress and how serious does it all get? I would say so I'm 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 gonna say for the best part of three years. It could have been a little less, but I would okay. say three years. That's mm. a chunk of time. Yep. Yeah. What I would say as well, for me, it was the fact that it was when I found out that it was in a theater at the time, the church here, the, the Hillsong branch here, they would hire out this popular theater in London called the Dominion Theater. So that for me was also a little bit of a, a, a weird thing. Obviously I associate churches with these like old listed buildings you know, quite like modest buildings where I was like, okay, this is in a theater that, you know, shows different shows that are, mm -hmm. I guess, not church-like, you know, like biblical, like, you know, they show different theater shows in there and, and that, you know, that's fine. They just needed a building to rent and, you know, whatever. And I think after that, I just thought to myself, you know what? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go one day 
just for myself, like just to, just to feed. And I went and I was just absolutely amazed just by all the bright lights and the big, you know, the big massive screen and these like video packages that they were showing that were almost hypnotic in a sense, you know, like, like, what did you say? Almost. <laughs> yeah, like more than. And I should have asked you, Troy, earlier, how had you two been brought up, like, faith-wise, uh, religious-wise? Um, like, you know, Christian, not any particular denomination. You know, we were all, like, given Bibles from a from an early age. And it was just a, I, I would say, you know, just your normal upbringing like my dad wasn't really a fan of churches in general my mum doesn't mind the church but she stopped going after a while because my dad wasn't really into church and then you know you grow up and then you get into your teenage years and then you start to sort of question things like about your own faith and your own religion and that was for all of you know me and my siblings, we, we've, over the years, we've come in and out of faith. I would say like, for example, my brother Pete, and I think when he got into Hillsong, he was very much like, okay, I'm going to get myself a new Bible. I'm going to read the Bible every day. I'm going to pray. I'm going to do all of this, which is okay, fine. And then I don't want to fast forward too quickly, but obviously you know, he, once he realized that Hillsong wasn't for him. Yeah. After that, like, I think his faith is still intact, but in terms of how often he reads the Bible and like, I guess, pray and stuff and all of that, you know, I think it just calmed down afterwards. And I guess in terms of me and my faith, I've always been quite moderate and it's always been a private affair for me. Now and again, do I go to church? Yeah, I do. But I'm not like a, an everyday, what do you call it? Like a Bible basher type. type. So it's very personal for me, basically. And so that takes us back to the Bible bashers. So uh, you went. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. So long, you're amazed by mm. the light, the bright lights and the, the high-quality video passages that almost keep yeah. on it. Uh, yeah. What, what do you do? What happens? I, you know what? For me, it was just pure confusion. So, you know, it's, you're sort of looking around and you're looking at like everyone else and everyone else is like, you know, the whole closing of the eyes, really, really getting into it, raising the arms up in the air. And, and I'm not saying the Hillsong's the only church that, that you know, does that. Mm. There's other congregations that do. But I think it was in the context of high quality, you know, bright lights, videos, whatever, but at the same time, no substance. So I was kind of thinking to myself, mm. what is everyone connecting to here? What mm. is the message that they're connecting to? And it was a lot of, you know, once the singing and, you know, the dancing and the clapping and everything was over, you're looking uh, yeah, around and thinking, okay, look, okay, something's going to happen here. We're going to hear a night, like a really good sermon and stuff like that. But, you know, this guy comes out, skinny jeans, nothing wrong with wearing skinny jeans, but, you know, skinny jeans, leather jacket, that sort of thing. And he's just standing up there and he's just like, who's going to give their heart to Jesus? And especially if you're here for the first time. So mm-hmm. I remember just thinking, you know what? I'm going to put my hand up anyway, even if I don't mean it. And that sounds wrong, but whatever i put my hand up anyway and this this guy just turned up like just came out of some corner of the church came up to me and just gave me this like booklet this like magazine that was very again it was very pristine it was very well produced and stuff and i just thought to myself like where where is all of this money coming from and that was my second sort of I guess alarm bells like where's all this money go coming from how is all of this being funded all of this is high quality you've got a good quality band good quality sound system a big old big screen with these video packages that tell me nothing really and just a huge congregation as well and Obviously, I'm thinking, okay, tithing is a part of this. And it just made me think how much are people actually giving to this church? And so how much of this money or whatever they're getting is being used for good or for for the local community and so on and so forth? You know, I guess all of that made me think, okay, I need to go away really and actually start looking at this church like more, you know, th- thoroughly. 
Mm-hmm. And at this time, I didn't even realize that they, this church was like in other parts of the world. Okay. I really didn't. Okay. Well, because we think it's so Australian. You, uh, you put your hand up. What happens when you put your hand up? Uh, oh, what? When I, when I put my hand up to say that I accept Jesus into my heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, like I said, it was just this. So this guy came up to me and said, just said, oh, it's really good that you're accepting Jesus into your heart. And I was given this booklet with um, select, yeah, from what I remember in it, it had selected verses yeah. from the Bible. So it wasn't like the whole Bible, but it was very much like they almost like picked out what they wanted to pick out. Yeah, and yeah. Put into some this booklet. yeah, 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 exactly. So, and that interested me as well, because what I noticed is I remember this, this particular service and I don't know if this is the same in Australia, it might be, but there's this whole thing of like, everyone goes to Starbucks afterwards or, you know, after the service, people were like, you know, saying that, you know, how do you feel? Do you feel like different? Do you feel, you know, and, and I was just like, no, I don't really. My brother was there and he didn't really say anything to me. I remember him saying to me, you know, made a good choice. And I think he was just referring to me that put my hand up and, you know, saying I set Jesus into my heart and so on and so forth. But while we were in Starbucks, it was interesting to hear some of the conversation between some of the members of the church. And what I remember is there was one guy he had like a small little Bible, but it was only the New Testament. It wasn't the whole Bible itself. Mm. And I thought, is this, is, is this another type of hill something? Is it just that they accept the, the New Testament and they don't really accept the, or look at the Old Testament? And I thought, what is it about the New Testament that's really interesting? to these people in a sense like it does it more fall in line with the whole ethos of like Hillsong being a I don't know being a happy cappy sort of uh, prosperity church type thing and that's another thing actually now looking around here but I remember another time because the times of like the services here well, at that time, I don't know if they've changed it now because it's been a while since I've been there, but they have three slots in the day. So it was like morning, afternoon, and, e- and, and an evening service, basically. And I remember that one time I, think I went to an evening service again, and this guy again came out. And the first thing he said, which I, it threw me back, was Jesus died so you can be rich. Uh, and I thought, okay, what? is there, well, I'm, I'm looking at my pockets and I'm thinking I'm still broke, but anyway, but I heard that statement and I thought to myself, is there more to that? I thought maybe this is a metaphor for something, or maybe there's more right, explanation no. to this, mm-hmm. but there wasn't. It was just simple as yeah. Jesus died so you can be rich. And I just thought, is anyone in this church questioning this? And I think what I started to realize is 
there's a lot of people here that are very, very vulnerable. They're looking for family. They're looking for a sense of community. And I thought, this is a bit sad actually. And I felt like this church is using people's insecurities to get what they want out of them. I mean, in terms of my brother, I guess my question for him was like, what are you getting out of this? What's in it for you? And there was one evening where I was talking to him and I was just saying to him, like, this church doesn't seem like fully up to scratch, you know, and I feel like you're just blindly going into this. And he got really defensive. He got really defensive. I said to him, I don't know if you're being genuine or not. I don't know if you're being like, you're putting now, just putting on a persona to impress people in this church, maybe. And yeah, he just, he just got really defensive and he said, you know, this is me, this is me now. This is who, this is, you know, and then he just stormed out really. And then, you know, this I, is me. That's so interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah this, is, this is me. And the thing is, in high, like hindsight, it's 2020. And when I look back at it, I, I almost look at him and I think it, it, it was a phase in his life, you know, and I think he was just trying to explore something new that he, that piqued his interest for a bit, to be honest. And I remember he got, into volunteering at the church as well. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting because when he started volunteering, I remember he started questioning things as well. Like he started okay. saying to, to, to the other people that were volunteering with him, like, why does this happen? And forgive me, I can't exactly say what he was questioning. It was so long ago, but I think it was just about how the church does things. And, you know, and I think there was a sort of almost a dictator ish. I don't know if that's a word, but like, you know, yeah, yeah. Vibe to, to the church. So it was kind of like, if you're in, you know, this is what you need to be doing. And this is how you're supposed to be you know, con- conducting yourself and so on and so forth. And I think for him, he started questioning some of these things and not that they were explicitly telling him like, you know, if you don't do this, you've got to leave the church or whatever. But I think they were yeah. starting to give him vibes of you, you can't, you know, you shouldn't really be questioning these things sort of thing. And this is how, this is just how it is sort of thing. And, you know, he, by this point, he started listening to me a little bit more. I started showing him sort of YouTube videos and that there were certain videos that I was making. I made like two or three videos. You won't find them now because he'll sort okay. of them down. But I made these videos of just criticizing sort of Hillsong and their mm-hmm. whole way of doing things. 
there was one video, there was this guy and he was talking about how Hillsong helped him with his finances. And I think he based it on a Bible verse. And I remember thinking this Bible verse doesn't actually match what he's saying. So I remember showing this to my brother, Peter, and Peter sort of laughed at it and said, that's ridiculous. Like, that's not right. So I made this video, I was criticizing this particular video. And I remember after five days, I got like a copyright thing, like Hillsong. And that for me was kind of like, oh, wow, like Hillsong are really like, they've got a real juggernaut behind them to be, you know, mm-hmm. they really got a legal team and stuff that monitoring people clearly that, that has any criticism of them. And, you know, copyright law says you can critique. Yeah. I, I was even baffled by that. I was thinking, hold on, this, this shouldn't. So this was on you YouTube, know. yeah? Yeah, yeah, this was on YouTube and it was just a small little video. It wasn't anything uh-huh. special. It wasn't like getting loads of views, but it clearly was enough for Hillsong to be like, we're not happy with that. We're going to take it down. And and that, and that was another reason why I was surprised because it wasn't like I was getting like views from it at all. It mm-hmm. was just really, really, really odd. But we're and, talking 2012-ish though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, around that time. Hey, there probably wasn't that much criticism out there, especially on YouTube and social media. Yeah, and some... yeah. yeah I, I think in terms of what I was seeing in terms of criticism, the only thing I was coming across was like mainly your stuff. And I think mm-hmm. there were a few sort of like, I guess, Australian, you know, news bits. Yeah, like, yeah. At that one too, and also because I remember my brother Peter saying to me, Hillsong has these conferences as well yeah. that exist in all parts of the world, including London. Because hey, I know they had has they may still has it like a big conference in the O2, and I think they got one for for like women, which was like color your world or something, which. So I, we started looking more into that sort of thing. And, and at this point, Peter's been a little bit more critical, a little bit more open-minded to like looking at the, the wider picture of Hillsong, I guess. And I also had read your book as well. And he didn't read it, but I was kind of like saying to him, like, look, I've read this book. This is what's in it. And he was just kind of like, Trying to play it off a little bit, but I think his mind was starting to tick like, okay, this is not what he thought it was like in terms of it just being, you know, standard church, you know, you go there every Sunday and you worship and you go about your day sort of thing. And I think he started to realize that, and I don't really like to like throw this word about because it's quite, I don't know. I, I aren't really no it is a cult yeah 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 no that's the word that's the word that i was going to use really because and the reason why i struggle using that word is because sometimes i feel like it's easy to use that word sometimes you know but i, I couldn't i couldn't really describe it as anything else 
What a bunch of fascinating conclusions to draw from. As someone who has given such a reasonable and considered point of view, uh, sure, he's got his own biases, he did, but um, it's just, yeah, it's so interesting the paths that people take to arrive at all the same conclusions. Troy's a social worker and I was a little bit stressed, like, Right. What if he notices my skills and that? But it's it's just such a he has just such a grounded approach, and it's yeah. I really appreciate your time joining us for it's quite an important conversation. A lot of people outside just don't get it, and yeah, it's a really it's a really lovely story. This one, part two, will be with you asap. I've got a bunch of other work going on, so I'm juggling and, uh, yeah, I'm not the most coordinated juggler, but I'm juggling as fast as I can and we will talk really soon. Please keep being kind to yourselves, be kind to the people around you and uh, just keep leaving Hillsong. That's all you got to do. Talk soon. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.